and welcome to Voice Spark Live. I'm your host, Emily, and we're here with a full crew tonight. <laughs> we have Ben, uh, we have Nick, who is still on his Chromebook <laughs> for one more week. <laughs> and then we have Liam, who's, this is my first time <laughs> doing the show with Liam, so it's Hi. great to be here. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Always yeah, a pleasure, we're... Liam. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Emily today. It was cool because we've like kind of, I think, seen each other from afar, so to speak, and uh, never exactly. actually spoke. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, so, definitely. I've, I've heard such great things. So, <laughs> um, Well, you know, I so pay how- people well to spread lies. So it, it works out. <laughs> You're a wealthy man because, the, I mean, the, the flattery has been just, you know, just, I, no, you, we're, we're really happy you're back. Man. Listen, I that really, five I bucks that went mean. far. I mean, you know. <laughs> So how's um, everybody's week been? Mine has been the same old, same old, uh, trying to do work on a Chromebook, <clears throat> trying to uh, dual screen it. I know I complain a lot about it. It's first world problems, but I'm going to tell you what, man, I can't wait to get my stuff. Um, yep. Yeah. Today, uh, yesterday we ran out of plastic spoons, had to go buy more plastic spoons. I mean, it's the little <laughs> things in life, right? I mean, That's right. it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it just, I don't know, but Monday, the pain's over. The nightmare ends. You're gonna finally. So, this hurdle's gonna finally show up with your stuff. It is. This big <laughs> Galapagos Island turtle's gonna come with all. My I just stuff imagine this tortoise kind of just slowly walking through the country. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe he's got. Maybe the sloth from Zootopia is bringing it. Hey, Amen. Ah, the only <laughs> problem. The what only problem. Flash? The only problem with the turtle is the. Uh, the fact that he's uh, contracted to unpack as well. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Wait, wait. Nick, you were, you were saying you were going to have like a football team unpack it, though. You know, just. Uh... I, I did. Well, I started getting real ballsy and calling him and being like, hey, man, you know, I'll have the football team come here because our neighbor is like plays on the high school football team. And they're like, well, sir, government regulations prohibit the use of anybody covering blah, 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 liability, liability. And I'm like, oh, well, um, thanks for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So the know. government, government's got contracts, says only turtles can deliver this. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I get it, Nick. It sucks, man. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man, at least you're getting your stuff. You're there. You, you're getting your stuff. And uh, you'll be good. You'll be back in the saddle real quick, man. And it's not even a ninja yeah. turtle either. So that's, you know. Great right. point. Great point. <laughs> no pizza for them. <laughs> hey, so um, a real quick, Bobby Bryant reached out to me today, and um, he wanted us to talk about, or, or he was like, hey, check this out. And I was like, dude, I got to mention this. Um, I sent Emily the link. Emily, do you have that link? Um, I don't think I received it. Oh, I think I might have texted it to you. But oh, anyway, oh, I'm boy. sorry. My let bad. Me, <laughs> let me go ahead and just... Uh, uh, read this to everybody real quick. So they Google announced their second uh, uh, startups for black founder cohorts. And they were one of the 12 people uh, selected from across the country. And it says DOS, Houston, Texas, digital voice activated real estate marketplace that empowers consumers to speak, text, or type questions about properties nationwide and receive accurate and easy answers instantly. So that's really cool that, that, that DOS, is really cool. The DOS mm-hmm. uh, was selected for that. And like I said, I, 
I wish the best for him. I went ahead and was like, hey, when's that swag bag coming in the mail? <laughs> you know, and uh, he uh, he said it was coming in here shortly. So whenever I uh, whenever I get it, I'll I'll make sure to, to uh, you know, uh, send out a few tweets and stuff. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, Bobby's a very beloved, um, uh, you know, I mean, he's a he's a he, he came here twice. He was on the show twice. So he's a two timer on here. And, uh, you know, we, we love what he's doing down there. And I, yeah. I need there we go. I, I saw some of that merch. I was like, whoa, that's cool. Okay, check it out. Here we go. So All here, right. it, I got it on the screen. Nice. So, cool. This is this is awesome. So what are some of the other uh, uh, entrepreneurs that they have on here? This is like, this is pretty cool. Uh, they have, oh, digital health startup, um, AI machine learning startup, um, education startup. Nice. DOS. Yeah, they have a ton of different variety so that's great that's great nice. that's really good that's really great and congrats to bobby Bryan, man he's, he's such a great guy and his team is awesome and uh they're doing really really great things with uh with us so uh that's, that's great so um anywho tonight we have a pretty special and uh controversial episode that we're going to be having um we will have the um the ladies from the Alexa's a human, human Alexa's and Lexa lot joining us tonight. If you haven't seen the promos on Facebook, if I haven't clogged up your Twitter feed with it, that is essentially what we'll be talking about tonight. <laughs> um, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, if you are new to the channel, if you could, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We're like three subs away from getting uh, 1,130 people. So that would be awesome. Um, Liam, again, thanks for joining us and um, allowing us to simulcast on your channel as well. Yeah, siphon, and, siphon some of my viewers, right? <laughs> no, I don't mind. You know what? I think it's really interesting. And uh, I'm hoping that if you're watching on my side that you also follow uh, VoiceSpark on uh, YouTube and Twitter. Uh, so please do that. Links should be in the description and uh, please show them some love like you show me love. Now, Liam, I wanted to bounce over to you real quick because uh, we broke something last night. Can you go ahead and explain that real quick? Yes. So uh, I found out that I'm having no. Um, I was going to say I'm having a baby, but it's, I'm not having a baby because that'd be really uncomfortable. Um, no, um, Amazon just announced something that a lot of us have been waiting for, and that is an alternative voice option. So if you are running your uh, Echo or I mean, I pretty much I, I tested it on a few different things. And as long as you're running under uh, United States English, you can change to a alternate voice. And I don't want to gender it because, I mean, I, you'll notice that there is no gender listed. So there is old and new. Uh, but the new voice is a much more deeper masculine voice powered by Amazon Polly. And uh, it sounds really good. And mm -hmm. it's as simple as saying uh, change voice. Uh, there's also a new wake word. And uh, I mean, as long as you're not uh, Bob Marley's son, you're going to be fine with it, I guess. Um, you can now say Ziggy. And uh, Ziggy is the uh, alternative uh, to the original word. And what's really kind of cool is you can now tell your device to change wake word. And uh, it'll give you a list of words. You say which one you want and you're golden. And I'll tell you something else too, you know, um, I didn't mess up. Did I, did I get everything? Am I, am I, are we good? I, I, think, I think you're pretty, pretty perfect, man. Well. Oh, I can breathe again. Okay, good. After that, <laughs> David Bowie, 
Ziggy Stardust. Yes. Yeah. Ziggy Stardust. Uh, Ziggy Marley is uh, Bob Marley's son. Actually did the theme to Arthur. Fun oh. fact. Wow. Cool. Did not know that. The That's more you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> and I didn't look that up. I actually knew that already. That wasn't like a factoid I, I dug up. I, I will be very transparent and say that was something I knew. Hey, so, hey Ben, uh, do you got any uh, voice first news? Are you cooking? Um, not really voice first. Kind of ben on the has Ziggy some Stardust. space first news, right? Yeah, well, I mean, kind of on the Ziggy Stardust tip, I guess, if you will. You know, obviously, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos went into space uh, this past week, which is, you know, I just, you know, it's interesting. Like, you know, it, it's interesting. I'll say that. You know, there's there's so many other things that obviously that you probably tackle being a billionaire here down on Earth. Um, but, you know, the whole thing is just kind of cracking me up. And I was talking to Nick about it. Um, you know, him going into space and obviously, you know, Alexa coinciding with that. But I was like thinking, him going into space, does he have Alexa installed? Is it like how? Of course, of course. Uh, you know, is it like how uh, when he goes up there and it's going to be like, you know, I'm scared. I'm scared, Jeff. I'm afraid, Jeff. You know, like when he starts wants to shut it off, you know, at the end of the day. Um, Nick, I don't know if you have that queued up, I, right? I do. Let me see if I can pull it up. I also thought it was really cool that he brought was the youngest and both the youngest and oldest person ever going to space went up with him. I love Wally, like Wally. I think was her name, or yeah, I think Willie, Willie, Willie. I forget what I her name remember. was. So that was cool, though. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, but the, and the kid, I, how did they choose the kid though? Like, how did that? How did didn't he, his like, dad pay for it or something? I, I don't. Uh, his dad paid for it. <laughs> it must have been a lot of money. <laughs> it was. It was not cheap. I remember reading something about that. I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't. I like. I didn't even watch it. I wasn't really interested. It just wasn't something that grabbed my interest. Right. Um, but you it's cool. I, I mean, I'm glad that more they're doing more private privatized space flight. That's cool. I mean, cool. Great. You know. If but you it can't just travel, doesn't. if you can't travel within a tenth of the speed of light, don't come talk to me. Yeah, I can say if you can't travel within a tenth of the speed of light, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to see anything. Solve some problems on planet Earth first. Right. right. There is a lot down All here. Homelessness. There's a lot down here we could do with money. But yeah, Ben, let's go ahead and give us a try. Yeah. Alexa, tell me about outer space. According to Wikipedia. Ah. Uh, Alexa, tell me about outer space. Stop, Jeff. I'm afraid. Jeff, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was so much better in my mind, how that was going to play out. <laughs> Please tell me, is that like a skill? Did they actually code that? No. No, no that's, 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 Nick, that's did. Nick did. Yeah, that's all. Uh, I did. I went into the blueprints and did that. So, okay, guys. So we're approaching the 10-minute uh, mark. Um, I think it's time. We should go ahead and bring our... Um, uh, guests on and introduce them to the community and yes. um, we'll go from there and chit chat with them. Uh, Emily, if you could do the honors, Great. I would I'd greatly appreciate that. I don't even want to touch this Chromebook. I just want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm adding everyone. Seven people on a stream. Wow. <laughs> so welcome everyone. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having us. I'm Thanks for having us. To be on with you guys. It's, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, of course. Uh, so tell us about yourselves and, and what you do. 
So I'll go first. Um, my sure. name is Lauren Johnson, and uh, I founded um, a campaign, I guess you'd call it a mission, called Alexa is a Human a few years ago um, as a result of the experience we were having with my daughter, Alexa. And um, I live in the Boston area in Massachusetts. And probably a year, maybe a year and a half um, after I wrote the letter to Amazon and uh, started a website is when I met um, some of these other ladies. That's awesome. So I am Jennifer and I'm Human Alexas. Uh, my story starts in 2015 when I was first introduced to the device by a friend of mine, but it didn't really evolve and start until about 2018 and 2019 when I started to see a shift in um, the attention that my daughter was beginning to get. So um, I have a daughter, Alexa, and I'm also an educator. I live in the United States and I'll leave it there for now. Great. <laughs> And Alexa? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, so my name is Alexa. And uh, for the past year and a half or so, I've been raising awareness on Twitter about the harm that Amazon is doing to people who have that name um, by persisting in having their uh, artificial intelligence wake up the, with that name. Mm -hmm. uh, on many, many devices. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's very cool. <clears throat> or, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not cool, but you know what I mean. Thank you for being <laughs> Definitely not cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for having the courage to be here and speak about it is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's, it's one of those things where it was, it, I'm sure some, so I started a podcast as well, and I've been talking to some of the um, other parents and, you know, people with the name and that sort of thing. And it's, it's to the point, at least for me personally, and I think for some other people too, where we can joke about it. There was a time when it was extremely painful. And of course, there are still mm -hmm. moments where it is like that. But I think there's also it in ease at this point after talking about it so much over the past few years that there's, you know, there's a lot of things we can laugh about. And I have really thick skin. I mean, I tell everyone I have two brothers. I was sandwiched in between. I spent the first 10 years of my life hung upside down, like, you know, in helicopter and like all we do is tease each other and we still do. And it's, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, this isn't something that I ever thought I would be a part of. And mm -hmm. even when um, the wake word Alexa was launched and I think the echo device came here in the U S which it, I mean, I realized that it's probably 2015, but as far as popularity, at least in Massachusetts where I live, it, it really was unheard of until probably 2017 ish, mm -hmm. maybe 2018. Mm -hmm. And so up until that time, you know, even when it was in a few people's homes, friends and family, we, we still thought it was kind of funny. And we'd say, oh, you know, to my daughter, Alexa, like, oh, they have one of these. This is cool. It has your name. And mm -hmm. it wasn't, I mean, it, it took a while to progress to, to where we realized that it was a real issue because, you know, from, and I've said this before, but our, our parenting style is kind of a generation removed, I'd say, from, from mm -hmm. what happens these days, um, we really just kind of gave, after she experienced our daughter, at the time she was in um, first the end of first grade, I guess. And we really just kind of tried to help her just build these skills on her own and talk to the kids. So if someone, for example, would say to her on the bus, Alexa bark, or Alexa do my homework, or Alexa whatever. And 
you could see her just kind of folding in the body language mm. where she's really uncomfortable when someone's speaking to her because it's not necessarily, yes, mm -hmm. it's her name, but it's more the way people speak to it in the way that people speak to their devices, right? So into their speakers. So mm. not, someone's not going to say, Alexa, will you please do my homework? It's Alexa, do my homework. And mm. it's funny. It's, it's, almost, it's really difficult to explain. But when someone's speaking to you like that, they're sort of, it's demeaning and it's sort of dehumanizing. And you don't realize it until you're in that situation. So we really just said, you know what, Lex, just tell her, you know, just if someone says something, just say, just say, I don't like it when you do that. And at this point, it's kids, it's teachers, it's, you know, family, it's, it's people everywhere. And we're just mm. kind of telling her, all right, this is how you handle it. And let us know how it goes. And worst case scenario, we step in, but let's just try and handle it on your own. And yeah. so she did for a while, but it got to the point where, you know, we'd noticed we were at a restaurant and all of a sudden some random strangers make in front of your child. And then you go, oh, okay, this isn't normal. This is a yeah. whole level beyond teasing and bullying. This is an issue of bullies. This is just a really weird concept that wasn't well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, we've had in, in discussions about it too. You know, kids, kids are pretty mean. Like, and, and, you know, I think we've all had our experiences growing up and, you know, uh, uh, seeing that and experiencing, you know, like teasing, bullying, et cetera, et cetera. And then obviously there's certain levels of that, right? Um, that bring, Lauren, you bringing that up is like a really interesting point. And something I didn't even think about, you know, where like a total stranger is in on the joke for some strange reason, right? And it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't think of that concept at all. You know, I'm just thinking of like, just at a kid's level, you know, that, that evil, that kind of like, you know, malicious kind of, you know, teasing or whatever, right? That's that's really interesting to me, and then and that that brings up a really really great point that I, I think you know a lot of people don't think 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 that all the way through. So that's really really cool. Lex, Lex a lot, and Jennifer, do you, I mean, can you tell me about the, kind of your experiences and, and, and you know um, you know where it got to that pain point, or was it a similar pattern or similar similar uh, path uh, that the Lauren? Oh, do you want me to go, Lex a lot? Sure. Okay, so um, my story really, as I was saying before. In 2018, like Lauren, that's when I started to see that there was a shift in attention. And, you know, before 2018, it was, it, what's your daughter's name? It's Alexa. And oh, that's a beautiful name. But in 2018, I started noticing um, a shift in that when people would say, what's your daughter's name? Or Alexa, my daughter would say her name. There was a pause. And, you know, you could see the wheels turning and going, wait, Alexa, you mean like the Amazon thing? And so, but at that time in 2018, I didn't think anything of it. And, you know, we just went on with the life. But in 2019, so really where her story begins and how I met Lauren is um, I had my, my laptop open. And of course I was shopping at Amazon. I was an Amazon shopper. I'm not so much anymore for obvious reasons. But when she came into the office, the name Alexa was on the screen. And she saw her name and she said, um, that's my name. And I said, yeah, it's Alexa, it's a beautiful name. She said, I don't like it. She burst into tears. And at that moment in time, it was that, wait a second, is she talking about the device? Is she talking about her name? Because typically at the age of seven, you don't typically hear children saying that they don't like their name. You might see something um, like that when they become teenagers or a little bit later, but mm -hmm. not at seven. So she's crying. I'm going, what's going on here? I pulled her into my lap and I said, Alexa, what are you talking about? You mean you don't like your name? She said, I don't like it. You know, people always pretending that I'm the machine. 
Mm. And that was that moment in which the mom I had, you know, of course I had that, but the educator piece is really what was happening. Because typically, when you, I mean, I've been in the field for 20 years and I, you know, most educators can, can probably never say that they've had an experience in which a child is upset about their name because it's connected to a device. Mm -hmm. And so that was that moment of time that I, you know, I did some role playing with her and it was a solution at that time, but I knew something was different. I just didn't know what it was. I, it was just, you know, it was kind of, Lauren, you probably could say the same thing. You, you couldn't quite put your fingers on it. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was when I started doing some investigative work and that's how I found uh, Alexa, it's a human website. I reached out to Lauren and we connected and our daughters are two years or two months apart, I think. And I think something I want to emphasize is that when I typed in Alexa, I think if anybody were to type in Alexa, the first thing you see is Amazon. And mm -hmm. so I had to type in Alexa is, um, is upset because of her name, trying to find something that would trigger mm -hmm. You know, besides the T-shirts and the cups and the everything, and that I found um, Alexa as a human. So, um, I I mean, I can stop there, but it, that's where my story starts. And um, I guess one thing I just want to say that when you think about um, that title, Alexa is a human, and the reason why we have that title because people were starting to there was a they were starting to make the connection way. When we say Alexa, are we talking about the human person or are we talking about the device? You don't mm -hmm. hear Jeff is a human, Kelly is a human. You don't typically mm -hmm. hear that. And so um, that right there was, in, was indicative that something was different. We just didn't know mm -hmm. at that time how different. So mm -hmm. yeah, you can Jennifer, if, if you don't mind, um, do you teach uh, younger education, like uh, elementary school, or, or what level do you teach? So currently, I'm an itinerant teacher, and that means that I teach um, all grade levels from pre-K through um, high school, and um, I'm in, in special education, deaf education, and so we go into schools working with children in their home schools. So right now, I've been in the classroom for 15 years, but right now I'm in multiple classrooms. So. Okay, cool. Uh, Lexalot, can we hear your story? Uh, so having the name Alexa, it kind of defines how people will interact with you when you first meet them. You could say it's an icebreaker, but I don't really find that having people give me orders when I first meet them is uh, my idea of what is a, a great opening or a great way to start out our uh, interaction. So I've had, uh, I was at a party not that long ago and um, I didn't know the people there, but they were friends of family members and I had agreed to do a performance for them uh, to sing in a song and um, with my family members. And so they introduced me and somebody yelled out, Alexa, what's the weather? So I was just about to kind of put myself out there and it was actually the host of the party. It wasn't like 
I mean, I couldn't really respond. It was his house I was in. Mm -hmm. um, but another experience, um, I was at the hospital. A family member was in serious condition, needed to go to a rehab clinic. We had a couple um, rehab representatives coming to talk to us about their programs. Um, so um, they introduced themselves to my sister, to my father, you know, each person saying their name. And then when I say my name, she bursts out laughing and says, you know, that's a name that's going to be extinct pretty soon. Uh, again, um, people that are supposed to be professional feel like this is an okay thing to, there's a certain license that's come out of what's happened to the name where people Mm -hmm. feel like it's okay to give you orders. It's okay to make comments. And again, uh, as someone else pointed out, the name itself, people think it's not a name for people. They think it's a name for a device and it's strange and odd. Uh, you can see people on Twitter talking about how some mother called for her daughter and, and they didn't realize that it was a name. You know, they thought, why are you calling your your device here. There is no device here, and uh, or commenting or, or or finding it hilarious that a person actually has that name. So again, mm -hmm. it really it really is starting to define all of our interactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I I'm kind of shocked that it's. Uh, I guess I my mind has been open to the fact that it's not just kids; it's adults too that mm -hmm. are being bullied, and it's just yeah treated in a rude manner. Um, exactly. In a dehumanizing way, because that is the way that people interact with this machine. It's a machine after all. Right. Right. And that yeah. also makes, because I'm a conversation designer. So that makes me think about like the way that I design conversations and how to get people to interact with the device. Um, and what, I guess, how I can shape their responses to be kinder and <laughs> better. Too. I think the, a way to uh, sort of to draw a similarity is if you've ever had the experience where <clears throat> maybe a parent is has scolded you for something, or maybe you work at a store and a customer is really rude to you and you mm -hmm. can't say anything back. That's sort of the feeling that you're getting if your name is Alexa all day, every day. So it's really like, and it's almost impossible to explain, but just that feeling in your gut, like, oh, I really don't like this and it's uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. here's my fight or flight. Do I say something and, you know, or do I not say anything? And then picture that going on for two years straight with yeah. everyone, you know, everywhere you go. And for me, you know, at least with my family, the, the biggest problem, you know, I see is you know, that there's a quarter of a billion devices out there. Okay, that's one aspect. But then, so my daughter, let's say she has an issue and we're out to dinner and a server makes fun of her name. So, and then, you know, we're in the car, you turn on a song, you want to listen to something on the radio in the car, but you can't because I'd have to police it. I'd have to police every radio station because there's going to be an ad on that says, Alexa, play this, or tell your Alexa to play, you know, station, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe you go home and you want to take a break. You can't. The commercials are going to be on TV. It's just, it's, yep. um, I, you know, and I, I really don't think it's an issue of bullying. At first I did, I will admit, for, you know, first reaction after I accepted that this was a real issue, I thought, okay, this is bullies. Like, how do we, how do we counteract this? But 
it's really not an issue of bullying. It's really much more of corporate ethics and responsibility on Amazon's part. And I don't fault Amazon, truly. This is not a campaign against technology. I support, fully support, I think we all do, the technology mm-hmm. and all the benefits it can provide. So that's not it at all. And I don't necessarily, me personally, I don't know how these guys feel, but you know, I don't personally fault Amazon. I don't think it was well thought out, but I don't think right. anyone intentionally would have done this. I just think the the only solution in my humble opinion would be to use a non-human wake word. And we know that that's possible through right. Google and, you know, Samsung right. Bixby. Which the device, have- sorry, the device will work just as well. The tech, right. you can have all the tech without people losing use of their name. And that's a whole other aspect of when your name is the wake word, the wake sound for devices that are pretty much everywhere now. I mean, they're only getting more common. Mm-hmm. And when you are addressed by your name or when somebody, or you try to say your name, you're gonna have devices going off. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that the owners of these devices find that very annoying. And it's also annoying from my angle to be constantly interrupted by a robot. It's right. it's dehumanizing to have my name be the sound that, that causes that's the start button for sure. uh, this 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 device. And right. it's completely not necessary. People don't need to be having this effect. You can you can you can have all of the tech without this problem. For sure. I think I think we were in like a we were in a thread a little while back, a, a Twitter thread. And I was bringing up like other products that were out there. Like we've, we've talked to Houndify and, and SoundHound and we, we were like, this is an amazing product that doesn't really, you know, it can be, you know, based off the, the hardware that it's on. It, it, the wake word would be, you know, hey, Mercedes or hey, uh, Kia or whatever it may be. And like that kind of almost coincides with the, their own Sonic brand. But at the same time, like there are other options out there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm curious as to what you think with, the, the, you know, this new, we, we talked about it earlier. Um, the new wake word, and do you think like you know, to wait a way to get over this would be a customizable option for anybody? Like you could basically give uh, any any device any name. Was that is that? Do you think that would be too going too far? Or do you think that'd be? You think we'd get past this? I mean, I'm just kind of Lauren. You're like shaking your head back and forth. I just kind of want to th- get your thoughts on that. You know, like, what, what would I mean, be a solution? I talk a lot, so if Jenny and Alexa want to butt in, like you know, bust in at any time <laughs> here. But I think that for for me. No, I don't. Customizable, yes. If it came without the default wake word and Alexa okay. is no longer the default and it was customizable and it just came as Echo or oh, actually Echo is a name too, so I can't say that. Um, let's say it came as Amazon, okay? And mm-hmm. you open up your package and you get you know, your your portal or your dot or your Sonos mm-hmm. or whatever it is and you, you open it up and it's no longer the default wake word and you can just customize it to anything, yes. Right. But okay. if Alexa still comes as a default wake word and um, someone who isn't necessarily tech savvy or let's say probably realistically 80% of customers, I'm making that number up, but I'm just you know saying probably aren't going to change it. So I don't think that that's going to help. Plus, I also think that it's been branded mm. in so many different places now. It's like Kleenex, right? So, you know, we no longer call it tissue. We call it Kleenex. And so... Mm-hmm. I think that that can be remedied absolutely because this we're talking about two to three years versus 30 years. So do I believe it could be fixed? Yes. And I think we can okay. get rid of Alexa, but I, but I don't know. That's me. Sorry. The problem I'll, I'll, is, I'll talk too much. You guys jump in. The <laughs> problem is here is that there are 
more than 700 different products on which you absolutely must use Alexa as the wake word if you want hands-free functionality. Mm -hmm. Amazon restricts changing the wake word on products that use the Alexa voice services. It's part of their requirements. Number 16, if anybody wants to look it up, you can only use the approved wake word. And right now, the only one is Alexa. So mm -hmm. as you guys might have seen my video that I did of me trying to change the voice on a P on the Windows PC uh, Alexa, Amazon Alexa app. So you can change the voice to the new voice number two, whatever they're calling it, but you can't, you still cannot change the name. And this is causing a really big problem for a lot of people who have family members or know, have friends who have names that will activate an Alexa by mm -hmm. the Alexa wake word. And there's actually mm -hmm. more than 2 million people just in this country who have names that will sometimes activate. Um, so that list of products that I'm talking about, which is over uh, 700, I think it's about 728, I'm still counting them. That also includes every single vehicle out there that has Alexa built in. Mm -hmm. So if you want to use Alexa in your, the, uh, the, the voice assistant Alexa uh, in your car, you have to use the Alexa wake word. They will not allow mm -hmm. you to change it. And there's absolutely no reason for them to continue with this restriction considering how the, the harm that it's doing to people. And mm -hmm. Amazon will always answer uh, when they when somebody brings up this problem about the people who are who are being harmed, they're like, oh, well, you can change the wake word. They never say, they never admit to these, all of these products where they restrict it. It's like this sort of secret they don't want to talk about. And for a good reason, because it's unethical that you can't change the wake word if you have one of these products. And there's a lot of people who are very upset and not to go on and on here, but my sister has a Sonos speaker. And now whenever she brings me up, like she wants to talk about me, she has to whisper my name or use a euphemism for me because her speaker will go off. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, uh, that's a very disturbing thing for me that, that my name is something that she can't say unless she's talking to this device. And she would change it if she could, but she cannot. Well, I think you bring up a great—I think you bring up a great point there, because um, I do—I'm doing a blog post on anthropomorphism. So it's essentially whenever you know somebody, you know, like, oh, why, man, that robot's got a mind of his own, or oh, man, these flowers really bloom whenever you play the Beatles or something like that. You know, like they they listen to you or whatnot. Essentially, it comes down to the subconscious mind. Um, you know, giving something, an inanimate object, a name. And I think that probably had a lot to do with it. I know there's some people who don't agree with me. Like there's other reasons because it was, they wanted to like copy the name from the library of Alex, uh, Alexandria and all this other stuff. But if you, we are not, you guys are not on a mission complaining about Google Assistant. You're not on a mission complaining, or even if you call it complaining, having concerns about Samsung. What you have a concern with is a name. And the reason why there's a concern about that is because they're giving, they gave a name, a human name to a device. My wife 
whenever we first got ours, when it would make a mistake and it would say something to the effect of, sorry, I can't help with that. My wife would look at me and say, she's stupid. And then, <laughs> and then walk away. And, but she said, she is stupid, not the robot, not something else. She is. So whenever you think about this, you think to yourself like, huh, like th there, there's something interesting there because, you know, you don't see this with Google Assistant. You don't see it with Samsung Bixby. You see it with this name. And um, it's, uh, it, it's interesting, uh, to, to say the least. And, and I'm sorry you guys have to go through that. I guess my question is this, and we'll, we can start with Lauren and then go to uh, Alexa and then finish up with Jennifer. If you were queen for a day and you couldn't have... Oh, wait. I think, Nick, I think Jennifer's uh, trying Jennifer, to say something. Yeah. She's, on, she's on mute. She wanted to make a point there. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. So um, this, I just keep seeing your picture and then this flashing light. So um, I think, and now I lost my train of thought, but in what you're saying is that if the outcome didn't indicate... I mean, when you, many of you who are following me, you know that I have posted a, um, a graphic that showed all the outcomes. And, and through all that research that we have uncovered in the last year and a half, it is indicative that when you use a human name, it results in all of these outcomes. If, you know, we don't have a single Google story, and there's a reason for that. And that's because it's, a, it's not a human name. But mm -hmm. Hear Alexa's don't want to be Alexa anymore. You hear the Alexa that says, Daddy, you tell you tell them my name. And because not because she's shy, but because of the response that she is getting from mm -hmm. people. When you have the Alexa who no longer wants to wear her name tag because she she's tired of the continuous comments. When you have, I mean, when you have an Alexa that's going into a Zoom meeting. And adults. These are adults too, by the way. Just right. wanted to point that out. Right, yeah. absolutely. But she's no longer Alexa. We're gonna call you the letter A, or we're gonna call you a completely different name. When you have, I'm thinking of the, you know, my passion is obviously with children. And when I look at impact on children, that's when my you know feelers go up and go, what's going on here? And I think when I came into this movement, and I think Lauren can say it the same, is that it was more about the teasing piece. But as you start on um, uncovering those outcomes, you realize that it's much deeper than that. And that's what I find that many people understandably think that it's a surface level problem. And they're not looking at those pieces under the surface of the outcomes that are happening on a continual basis. And that's why I think you will see some of the misunderstandings that might happen within our group is the persistence of, you know, we are still here a year and a half later. Mm -hmm. I know there's, I'm sure there's a group of people who say, you know, I'm fine, you go away, but we're not doing this to bother people. It's really about the future of voice mm -hmm. tech. It's about the future of education. How is it mm -hmm. gonna impact if we do not look at this problem and say, you know, what is happening when we use a human name? And if we start having other companies that start using names, I mean, Ziggy is a name. I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I don't know how many there are, but it is a name. 
Mm-hmm. And so what's going to happen? We have Josh and then we're going to have Emily. Come on, I know Lauren, that's, but at what point do we start examining that out, those outcomes? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of going off. People need to use their name. Everybody needs their name. It's really important for human communication. And if there's something out there that's making it hard for people to use their name, then uh, there's a problem. And uh, Nick, you mentioned about your wife and how she talks uh, about the, the device saying she or she's stupid. And that's there is a lot of abuse that gets hurled at Alexa. Uh, people scream. Uh, I've seen many, many tweets where people are talking about hearing their neighbor screaming at Alexa. I mean, there's, as uh, Lauren mentioned, there's a quarter billion devices out there now, more and more every month, millions Mm -hmm. more every month, that answer to that name. And people are screaming it everywhere. And it isn't like somebody having the same name as you, unless there's somebody out there who has the same, uh, I mean, 250 million people who have the same name even the most common name on earth there aren't that many people it's mm-hmm. it's just everywhere and you can't escape it and it's people abuse it and you have to hear it you have to hear people yelling orders everywhere you can't use your name um it's just there's so many facets where this is wrong and mm-hmm. and and even though as you said nick that you know there's maybe a reason why they gave it a, a person name, you know, because it makes people trust it more. Um, it's not worth, it's not a reasonable thing for any company to do because of the aftermath, because of the outcomes. It's not, it, just because it might help them sell more devices, it's, it's not a fair uh, exchange here. Um, just because we, I don't want to give up my name to, to bolster Amazon's bottom line. It's not something that I, I think mm-hmm. is a reasonable expectation. Yeah. Right. So what have the biggest uh, challenges and frustrations been with raising awareness? Uh, you can change the wake word is a big one. Like we can go around forcing people to change their wake word when, as I pointed out before, that's not even a possibility a lot of the times. And like we're supposed to get into this negotiation wherever we go, because these devices really are everywhere. They're in businesses, they're in doctor's offices, they're in classrooms, you know, they're in cars, they're portable. Like, do we really want to have to have this interaction every single time? Like, can you please turn off your uh, echo frame so I can say my name? Can you please turn Mm -hmm. off your device so I can say my name? I mean, it's, and, and then it's like, you're always confronting people uh, so change the wake word is a big one. Mm-hmm. So um, real, real quick, if you were queens for the day, and we could start out with Lauren and we'll go to uh, Alexa and then Jennifer, um, what would you do? Like like right now you got the keys to the castle. What, what would be your best um, uh, your best answer? And you can't say, do away with the name Alexa. Like, like, let's say Amazon put that restriction on you, right? You can't do away with the name. It has to be there. But what, what would you do if you, if you had, if you were running the company per se, Lauren, would you go first? 
Yeah, but I can't answer that question because my only answer is a rebrand. So I really can't answer that question for you because here's the thing. People have said to me, oh, Amazon's never going to change it. They're not going to change it. But they have to. It's completely unethical. And we have um, teenagers who are suicidal over this, okay? We have um, sexual harassment. We have teenagers that, are, that reach out to me that um, you know will blatantly say to me, I haven't told my parents, I haven't told my friends, but this is bothering me. And they're coming to confide mm-hmm. in me. And then, you know, there are women who have spoken up who are, you know, kind of, uh, we are all here for like the same goal. I mean, I know we have separate websites, we have kind of separate things, but at the end of the day, we're all here for the same goal. And we have people that, you know, reach out to us, you know, in different ways, regardless of, you know, we may have different like uh, tactics of how we go about this, but I can't answer that because I think it has to be done. When you're now, when the impact has gone to bullying, severe bullying, Kids, kids in therapy from as young as five years old through teens, you've got suicidal ideation, you've got sexual harassment, it has to be rebranded. I mean, there's just no, unless Amazon wants to be last, and I don't think they do, you know? I mean, they have to look at the risk here, right? What is the risk for Amazon? If they keep a female name um, or a human name at all, then they're risking being last in this game. And I don't think that's what Amazon wants. So. That's my answer, and I know it's not what you asked, but um, yeah, I don't think there is a sec- there is no plan B. There's no second solution in my mind. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, uh, Alexa. Well, um, given the um, the stipulation that you made, I will say that my number one thing, if if it's not completely eradicating Alexa as a wake word for these devices is for Amazon to lift their, um, uh, to extend uh, in their Alexa voice services to allow any of the other alternate wake words um, for products that use that, the AVS. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I I honestly, and and I know Lauren probably isn't going to be happy with this comment, but (laughs) I think that's probably going to be, if if I were you guys, and and we'll give Jennifer a shot here, but... um, I think that's like a healthy compromise, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I re- in, in, in some respects, I, I really do, because at least you're affording people that option. Like you said, using AVS, you don't even get that option. So it's, uh, you know, that's kind of crazy. Uh, Jennifer, go ahead. You're on mute, Jennifer. Oops, sorry, you're on mute. <laughs> sorry. Um, I know I push unmute and then Nick is muting. I'm I'm letting him do it. So uh, anybody that's following me on Twitter knows that I firmly believe in the rebranding of Alexa. And the reason for that is because of the outcomes. And what I think people, especially Amazon, if anyone in Amazon is listening to this, I encourage anyone and everyone in the voice tech industry, um, primarily Amazon, to think about the outcomes and what it is that we are asking this group of people to do on a continual basis. And so if we step, I mean, if let's, that's something I do in this movement is thinking of what would it look like for an Alexa, she goes into a home in which they have a smart home and their entire house is set up for the Alexa, um, you know, products. What does that look like for that Alexa? Now, for adult Alexas, it's going to be different than the, the children. Are they? Are we expecting them to go, hey, do you mind changing the wake word for the device that you can? Or do they need to be bombarded with their name? 
and you know that name confusion. Mm-hmm. They need to whisper their name. I mean, there's all these things that we're not, I don't think, putting thought and consideration into. So, I'm, Nick, I didn't really answer your question. I mean, it's, it's, I believe firmly that Amazon needs to rebrand based on their outputs that we have. Um, I think it can be done. I, we talked to some top voice uh, technologists and I asked them these questions, these tough questions, can it be done? And it can be done. And I know that it has more to do with the brand, you know, Amazon versus Apple when you think, you know, we don't hear about Siri the same way that we hear about Alexa. And it's because of their marketing strategy and how when it's the first thing you hear about Amazon is Alexa when it's um, so. Yeah, um, I, was, I just, I'll, I'll give oh. a quick example too. We were um, at a, a friend's pool um, recently and there's a bunch of kids around, a bunch of parents. And if anyone's a parent and you have kids, you never want yours to be the one that's like causing trouble or getting in trouble. Right. And have that kind of like, Oh no, that wasn't my kid that did that. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we, yep. yeah. And so we're, you were there and we're all outside and, um, they have an echo and I didn't, a lot of times if I'm close with the people, I will say, do you mind unplugging it? Like, do you, you know, if she's going to be there, I just don't want to cause, you know, mm-hmm. any issues. So do you mind unplugging it? Is that okay? Just while she's there. And most people are pretty good about it. I don't like doing it. It's awkward because it's a, not my personality and B it's very awkward, but in any case, um, so I didn't ask him to turn it off and I wasn't even thinking about it. We're all kind of sitting, having a glass of wine, you know, by the kids are, hanging out and the mom starts going Alexa volume seven and I was like whoa I mean it scared me I was like ha ah. and then she's and then it must not have heard her so she starts leaning toward me and she's like Alexa volume seven now I didn't realize it's behind me but this is the way she's speaking to it and my daughter's sitting there like whoa and I, I didn't say anything but in my head I'm thinking okay imagine if I'm screaming your kid's name but people don't think of it that way because they've associated so much with an object versus a name that no one even batted an eye. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, you're screaming at my kid like she just pushed yours in the pool or something. It's mm-hmm. it's so weird. It's like it's inexplicable. You just really have to experience it to get it. It's it's very weird. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point there. Um, and, and like I said, I think it goes back to that that whole process, that whole thought mind process. But, you know, it was kind of funny and just to lighten lighten up the mood a little bit um, was how this all started. So um, the whole point was to have Lauren on the show. So I reached out to Lauren before I left uh, Michigan and I said, hey, you know, I'm moving across country. Can we push us back to July 22nd? She's like, sure, no problem. And then I'm online and I send out a tweet like if you get a if you get an Amazon Alexa, you know, like what are the three top skills that you would want to uh, to tell people about? And then Jennifer chimed in and said something like, instead of being worried about skills, maybe you should be worse worrying about using proper English. That was another Alexa, the one, uh, an Alexa in Germany. I think oh, it was, was a, another one? It was a translation issue, actually. She didn't mean to be oh. coming off as being rude. It was sort of like a translation thing. Because Nick was like, "Who's hijacking my Twitter my Twitter feed?" Like, I know wasn't the point, you know. So, oh, wait a minute, that wasn't Jennifer. 
No, it wasn't being told, but I hear, I, I remember that piece because I know it, it was the real Alexa. And I know the real Alexa. Um, I knew that wasn't her style. And I said, ooh, where did that come from? And, and I actually reached out to her and said, hey, what did you mean by that? And, and it, like I said, um, it wasn't, she, it came out the wrong way. But yeah, it was obvious. There was some tension. And then it, there's no denying there is some undercurrent happening. We, yeah. I, that and I think it's because you all are passionate about voice tech. It is your domain. We are here in your space because we've essentially been forced into this space. I would be more than happy to say, you know, nice knowing you all, but I'm going to head back over to the education sector. And <laughs> I would love nothing more than that. But that's but because of the choice that Amazon made. Mm-hmm essentially forced a group of people into this space because of the problems that are happening. And if you look at, you've got Amazon, and I kind of look at them at the doors, bolted shut, and, you know, a little bit of that willful blindness that's happening. And then you got the Alexas in the middle who are saying, hey, what's going on? I can't even introduce myself without somebody making a comment. And then you have the voice tech world who says, hey, I just want, I love, I love tech. I just want to do my thing, you know, and it's not my problem. So there's this weird space of, okay, then what are we going to do about this? And I, I just, I firmly, I mean, that's where my passion comes in. I really believe that if the voice tech industry would maybe not take our group as much of a threat that, you know, we are not here to throw anybody under the bus. I mean, that was not our intent. I know what it, mm-hmm that you're talking about. Um, we're here just to say, hey guys, what what do we need to do? Because it's going to happen again. What do you think? I mean, do you see another voice tech company picking another name? You know, and I don't know. I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen. So, Well, you know what's funny about that, just, uh, not to cut you off, but you know what's funny about that is that Samsung actually did that. They have Sam, uh, like Sam Samsung. It's like the name, the name of the girl is Samantha. But if you look it up, that's their personal assistant that they've like uh, branded. And it's, you know, pretty, uh, you know, a beautiful young girl with big eyes, brown hair, you know, and, and like she's out there. And uh, it, it's the whole thing is very interesting. Uh, one of the comments I wanted to make it, while it's rattling around in my head was, I know you guys are loosely affiliated, but have you guys ever thought about like creating bylaws and like joining forces, like really joining forces and galvanizing? Have you thought about, you know, going on to like um, the being a part of the open voice network like Emily and, and doing something through that angle? Because, you know, and, and, you know, I've just met Alexa and I just met Jennifer, but Lauren, you know, Lauren was at Project Voice a couple years ago and Lauren, you know, spoke, she got out there, she, you know, she waved the flag and there's a lot of respect that Lauren has garnered in the voice tech community. Have you guys thought about doing that too? Like, like where, like, where do you stand as far as like a unified front and, you know, getting out there and, and doing all that kind of stuff? 
So we have, and like I said before, we, you know, we have different sort of tactics and I think the end game is all the same. And, you know, we are kind of a larger group and, you know, we're, there are some things that are separate and there are some things, but at the end of the day, we all support one another for the end game, right? Which is mm -hmm. exactly what we want. We want to raise awareness and we want to, um, and for Amazon to rebrand. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I've pretty much given up on social media. I will post things out and if I'm following someone, then I will like things here and there, but um, I can't do Twitter. It's, it's just not in my nature. And, um, you know, I give these guys a lot of credit because they will stand up for people. I think if, if, to understand it a little bit better is probably like any examples that we give. When you see, no matter what, even if it's even if it's like voice spark or if it's, um, I don't know, someone just saying like hashtag Alexa uh, for whether it's in education or what, what, you know, whatever the specialty is, it stings. And that's, I think, what people don't understand. So when someone responds back on social media, it's because what you've just said hurt them. It stings, right? And so you're thinking, oh, like they're probably, you know, offended by what I said, but it's the fact that Alexa was included in it, if that makes sense. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, I have to, like, i got to give it to these ladies because I, I social media, I've kind of, it's not, it's not, not a good world for me. <laughs> So I think I think um, something that is a little bit misunderstood is that when we first started this this movement, um, the really the only place that we got our information was Twitter, and then we were having parents and Alexa that were reaching out. But that's a lot of our data. That's how I mean you all have seen this multiple times on my on my tweets. That's where we got the themes, and um, when I developed the website, that's when I you know, said, okay, now what do we do with all this data? And I, I mean, Nick, I would absolutely be open and I'm not speaking for Lex a lot, but I would be open for that open voice network. I have seen a lot of their work and I'm impressed with what they have done. Um, it's in direct alignment with what I believe is important. Um, the standards, I'm huge on standards and I believe it needs to be standards set in education and in um, looking at what is voice in education going to look like? Voice is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And the question is, what are we going to do with that? And how do we train our teachers to use voice assistance? And so there's just there's a lot of work to be done. And we're about, we're, this is newer. This is a newer platform. So um, absolutely. I mean, I agree with um, making connections and we are making connections behind the scenes that people don't see. Um, I would be open for open voice network if um, with the understanding that we are spending time talking about some of those issues and mm -hmm. mostly how do we resolve them? How do we fix it? You know, it's not, you can keep talking about it, but if you don't get to resolving it, then it's just, it's just a never ending cycle. I was actually curious if um, if you've seen any changes from the work you've done so far. Definitely, yeah. It's um, you know, and we just we started a I started a podcast, which mm -hmm. is out of um, my realm completely. Um, I've worked in biopharmaceuticals <laughs> my entire career, so all of this, everything is new, and uh, it's called Wake Up: The Truth About Alexa. A little bit of a pun there, which I can't take credit for. Um, a friend of mine actually recommended the the first part, but. Um, you know, I think actually I would love to have all of you on, um, anybody who wants to. And, you know, I invite any, like whether it's whether you agree with us, don't agree with us, because for this podcast, 
everyone's hearing all of our opinions, but I would love to hear yours too. So um, if you ever want to come on and, you know, it's open, it's to not only people that have experienced this, but also to um, anyone in the tech industry or education or psychology, that sort of thing. And I think that will help to get the discussion out there. We're also um, in the process of incorporating um, as a nonprofit, which I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it's a long process, um, mm -hmm. legal process and all of that. So we're um, we're doing that and we're reaching out in different ways. So yes, we're definitely be on social media. Or, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot because you have to remember too that this isn't a career for any of us. This is for me, It's I call it my nine to 11 job. It's after the kids go to bed. So I do this from nine to 11, mm -hmm. um, pretty mm -hmm. much. And uh, so, yeah. There was, like uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I like that. I like that analogy. I might have to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot what you were about to say. Uh, I was going to answer uh, about whether or not I feel like uh, we feel like we've made progress. And I think that we have made enormous progress um, in raising awareness. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if any of you have seen the BBC article that came out earlier this month, I think it was the 2nd of July. Um, and the article didn't touch on all of the aspects, uh, the problems, it touched on a few of them. But um, there was a radio show called the Jeremy Vine Show that um, people were calling in and talking about their experiences and they went into more depth. And after that article came out, um, a lot of other news organizations picked it up. and people just have been starting to talk about the issue more and not just certain aspects that were covered in those articles, but just in general, like getting into some of these other problems. So I, I've seen just in that, in the last month, I've seen an enormous change. Great. Right. Really yeah, um, can I add something? Okay. Oh, so for, in terms of progress, I think, for me, the way I operate is that if I'm going to bring a, an issue to the education sector, because that is my domain, I feel like I have to have the data to show it and, and, and a solution. And so I know that one of the next big steps for me and anybody else in the group that will be contributing is finding those leaders in education and saying, okay, we've got 80,000 Alexas under the age of 18. What are we? What do we need to be doing? This, these are the outcomes that we're seeing with teachers. We're seeing teachers that I mean, I, we have all kinds of stories of teachers that are. Um, what do we have? We have one teacher that said, "Oh my gosh, I hope I don't get an Alexa in my class." I mean, it, when you think about that, it just blows my mind in um, some of the responses that we get. But I don't think it's done out of maliciousness. I think it's done because they don't understand it, and so. Now, because I have all the data, I feel more confident in going into the education sector and mm -hmm. what do we need to do? And um, I reached out to a couple of that are in ed tech. And sorry, Nick, I keep looking at your face and you're just, it's just a picture of you. I, um, um, anyway, I need to. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, it's just throwing me off. Um, I'm not used to the podcast. I'm lucky. I don't have to look at his face. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just throwing me off. But anyway, um, I have talked to some leaders in, in, in um, EdTech, and when I shared some of their stories, they get it. it. It doesn't take but a second for them to go, well, that's an easy fix. You know, we just need not have the wake word Alexa in education. 
but it's figuring out who are the leaders, who are, who are the change agents, who are the ones that are going to say, okay, we've got a big problem in front of us, what do we need to do? So, but I, I still think the accountability piece lies with Amazon. I think that Amazon needs to step up and look at this problem at, without being threatened by it, I guess. Um, right. Okay. So um, we are over the hour mark. So I'm going to ask my last question and uh, then I'll hand it over to everyone else. And if they have any other last questions. So um, you mentioned that you've reached out to Amazon. Have you gotten anything other than the generic response that you've, re- you've talked about? Um, or has there it pretty was a much response to the BBC article? Okay. Yeah, and that's I'd say I don't I don't know what you guys think, but I I mean if from what I've seen that is the um, the most direct response, and that's mm-hmm. all I've seen just to the BBC. Okay, wow. <laughs> I do want to add to that BBC piece. They said that um, you can just change the wake word. I think it's important that we understand there's a whole lot of product and you can't change it. So they're already in that statement, not fully educating the public. I'm so and and people don't want to change it. People are comfortable with what they've gotten used to. So there's that that whole issue too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I want to I want to comment real quick on that for um, what Alexa what Alexa just said. Um, we we had two of them that were in close proximity in my house, and I had to change one of the wake words to echo. And oh my God, did it take a long time to get used to that? You have no idea. Like, like kids were saying it. Kids were going right up. My kids were going up to it and looking at right in the right in the screen and saying, "Why isn't this thing working?" You know, <laughs> my wife was calling me an idiot. You know, so um, <laughs> it's uh, you know it, it, it's crazy. And you know, I think it all goes back to that one saying that if. If uh, if you tell a joke and 99 out of a people, 99 out of 100 people think it's funny, maybe it's not funny. You know what I mean? Uh, so it, it's sort of that same analogy. Like if 99 people out of 100 are OK with calling their smart their their smart home devices, Alexa, maybe that's you know, maybe that's not the right the right process. Maybe they need to look at that and rebrand it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you say that, Nick, because I had just recently had a conversation on the podcast with a mom who changed her daughter's name, and she was talking about how it was hard for her to adjust to call her daughter something different, but in oh, the same way that you're talking about your speaker. To um, her, she was, I think, three when she changed it. She's like four and a half now. I, I can't even imagine that. Like, whenever you name your child, like, for one, I almost think that, like, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. And like whenever you're given a name, it's not necessarily like your parents gave that name, but this is Nick Saka and I just had a truly some little bit wonky, but it's almost like the universe gave you that name. You know what I mean? So for you to actually go and go against that and say, I'm just going to change my kid's name and she's three and a half years old. Like that's to me, that just blows my mind. Like that's, that's, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, it makes you realize how severe it is, right? Yeah. But just also the outcome. You know, the 14-year-old that changed her name, I asked her mom, I said, so how is she doing now? And she said, it's like it was before this happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, she has a different name now. 
But it's, so, it's no solution. People actually have told me, just change your name. You know, you don't like it, don't change your name. I'm going to react to hearing my name, the, the name I've had for decades. I'm going to react till I'm dead. That's, that's ingrained, that's imprinted on my brain. Um, so uh, people changing their name is a, is a last resort that, you know, these parents were, were choosing while their child, well, not in that case that Jennifer just mentioned, but they're, they're, they're doing it as an absolute last resort when nothing else yeah. would work. Two more questions I have for you. The first one is, um, and this is for all three of you, and it could be a simple uh, yes or no. Um, do you use smart home, uh, smart assistants in your house? Yes. Okay. Alexa, do you? Nope. Okay. Jennifer? No. No. Okay, cool. cool. So then the, the second question is, have you subscribed to Voice Spark on YouTube? We will tonight. <laughs> Boom! Mission accomplished. more. There we go. <laughs> hey, listen. Let me tell you something. It took an hour and eight minutes to get a smile out of Alexa, and I finally did. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Ben. Your question. Oh uh, no! Uh, no I, you know what? I think the. Lady GV, you've definitely answered the question I was going to ask. It's obviously what you want to see happen in the voice community. It's clear. That's that's my typical go-to question for everyone. And you know, I I I, I appreciate what you what you're doing. I really do. I think it's a, a really uh, noble noble fight. Uh, you know, I was thinking out on the fence, and you know, uh, for a little while. But then I, you know, got was digging into your your work, and I'm like, this this is a valid reason. And I think. Again, you know, you know, reaching out to OVN, I think there's a lot of really great professionals, including Emily and, and Nick, um, that, that are over there that are, you know, they're trying to create an ethical standard that, that will, you know, um, last for the entire voice community. So, yeah, definitely reach out to, you know, Emily and, 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 and yeah, anyone over there, really. Like, they're, they're really trying to make some really great headways. And I think there's, like, a lot of really, um, hopefully, good decision makers that will be able to see their work, the, the ending work. Uh, of that too. So, so are, you, uh, yeah. are you inviting that then? Are you saying we're we're welcome? Oh, I can't do that. I don't have that power. I'm just saying reach out because there, there's a lot of really, really great people. I I, I don't have that. that I can't make it. I, no, I agree. I absolutely think I, there are a lot of incredible people in voice tech. It's impressive. I came into this. I didn't know the difference between deep learning and machine learning and just all this terminology. I was like, what is it? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an incredible field. I, I don't whatever think that um, people think that we don't um, respect the field. We do. We just, you yeah. know, feel like that there is a better option. I would yeah. be open to voice tech. I mean, vo open voice network and collaborating. I, sure. I think a lot of us would be. So that's thank you. awesome. So Liam, final question for tonight. Hand okay. I, I think you. I may have the most important question of the evening. Um, and I've been saving this for last. Um, if you're into sports, who is your favorite sports team and why? <laughs> Easy. Who wants to go oh, first? Wants now. Lauren, I know it's go for it. Everyone? Go for it. Ah, um, Red Sox, Boston Red Sox. Oh, I don't know if we can be friends. <laughs> Thanks for David Ross, though, and uh, Lackey. And, so, um, but I'm also a huge soccer fan, which never goes over well in a conversation for a conversation oh. starter, but I am. Who, 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 who
Lex a lot. Uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jennifer. Uh, oh, St. Louis Cardinals. I'm okay, from, yeah, we, I'm, uh, from I'm a Cubs fan, I, so. Uh, I live in a different part of the country, and they have a huge baseball team, and I would never go no, to them. You don't live in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yep. Nice, nice. All right, so I'm going to just give a final uh, thank you to our sponsor this month, Lotus Productions. If you need professional voiceover work of any kind for anything, go see Lotus Productions. They've been doing voiceover work and handling, um, handling voiceover artists for the past 30 years. They're located in New York, New York. And I'd also like to extend a thank you to the three lovely ladies that joined us uh, this evening, uh, Lauren Jennifer and Alexa, thank you for coming on and sharing your stories. And um, yeah, we really appreciate it. And you guys are always welcome back. Jenny, um, for having us. Yeah, no problem. And uh, Emily, uh, if you want to, you can close out the show. Sure. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> thank you. Good night. Thanks good night. for tuning in. Good night. Thank you.